Good morning. This is Long Island Morning Edition on 88.3 WLIW-FM, heard in Western Suffolk on 96.9 FM. I'm Michael Mackey. Many school districts, including some on Long Island, would see a rare reduction in state aid compared with the current year under the $233 billion budget proposal Governor Kathy Hochul will present to the state legislature this afternoon, according to Budget Director Blake Washington. Michael Gormley reports on Newsday.com that Washington said that after three years of record spending, Governor Hochul will propose ending the Hold Harmless Clause that has been part of state school aid for decades. That provision has meant that school districts could depend on getting at least as much school aid as in the previous year. Hochul's budget proposal will be negotiated with the Democratic leaders of the New York State Senate and Assembly, which traditionally results in increases in spending over the proposals by governors. A budget is due by April 1st. Budget Director Washington told Newsday last night that after increasing state school aid by $7 billion over the last three years, with an additional $13 billion increase in federal aid during the same period, it's time for the state to provide a more sustainable level of funding. The change is needed to make sure that high-need schools get the funding they need, he said. The Hochul administration made the decision based on the amount of reserves and surpluses that many moderate and lower-need school districts have. All school districts have reached their maximum reserves except the Big Five of New York City, Yonkers, Syracuse, Rochester, and Buffalo City Schools, according to Washington. New York Governor Kathy Hochul will present her proposed state budget this afternoon. Michael Gormley reports on Newsday.com that aid figures will be based on the state's foundation aid formula, which includes factors such as enrollment and the local community's wealth. As a formula, results normally would rise and fall, but the hold harmless practice prevented any school districts from receiving less aid than in the prior year. However, Governor Hochul today will propose ending the hold harmless clause that has been part of state school aid for decades. Overall, state school aid in Hochul's budget proposal would increase $825 million to $35.3 billion, or a 2.4% increase over the 2023-24 state budget. We're trying to moderate our spending to match the cash on hand. New York State Budget Director Blake Washington told Newsday last night, we want to spend the money wisely. The more and more districts that end up on the hold harmless list, you have less to pay for districts that have high needs or increases in enrollment, Washington said. We're trying to raise a dialogue of what is necessary from the state, what is necessary from the districts. The Bridgehampton Child Care and Recreational Center will hold a community health fair this coming Saturday, January 20th, from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. The wellness event will feature a variety of vendors tailored to the community's needs, including health pre-screenings and food distribution and information on available resources. There is no charge to attend, and the event will include a complimentary brunch. In addition to medical resources and services, there will be vendors providing information about immigration, housing, 
banking, English as a second language, and more. Alternative health practitioners offering services such as Reiki and massage will be on site. That's this coming Saturday from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the Bridgehampton Child Care and Recreational Center. Accused Gilgo Beach serial killer Rex Hurman is expected to be charged today with a fourth count of murder for the death of Maureen Brainerd Barnes. Suffolk County District Attorney Raymond Tierney will announce the new charges once they are unsealed in court in Riverhead, law enforcement sources confirmed. Isabel Keene, Larry Salona, and Orge Fitzgibbon report in the New York Post that Hurman, 60, was named the prime suspect in Brainard Barnes' murder when he was charged over the other so-called Gilgo Force slayings of sex workers whose remains were discovered on the Long Island beach in December 2010. Brainerd Barnes, who disappeared in 2007 when she was 25, was found bound by a distinctive belt stamped with the initials WH or HM, which could have belonged to Hurman's grandfather, William Hurman, prosecutors have previously argued. Hurman, a New York City architect and married dad of two, was arrested this past July in connection to the notorious case. Authorities were able to pinpoint Hurman as the suspect after DNA from the hair of victim Megan Waterman matched that of his, taken by investigators from a discarded pizza crust last January. Hurman was charged with murdering Waterman, 22, Melissa Bartholomew, 24, and Amberlyn Costello, 27, whose remains were discovered wrapped in burlap within days of each other near where Brainard Barnes was found along Ocean Parkway near Gilgo Beach in Suffolk County. Back. 12 years ago. In Governor Kathy Hochul's State of the State message last week, she called for a review of artwork in the New York State Capitol that depicted Native Americans in offensive ways. As reported in the New York Times, advocates have long protested artwork in the United States Capitol where Native people have been portrayed fighting, cowering, dying, and dead. In New York State House, the face of Christopher Columbus, reviled by many Native Americans for his brutality toward their ancestors, is etched into the red sandstone of the million-dollar staircase. On the east side of the Capitol stands a statue of a U.S. Army General, Philip Sheridan, who racked up a record of barbarism against tribes west of the Mississippi and is widely credited with coming the, with coining the phrase, the only good Indian is a dead Indian. That was General Sheridan. Unfortunately, offensive imagery and distasteful representations of populations in the art which adorns the New York State Capitol can alienate visitors, Ms. Hochul's staff wrote in the 2024 State of the State briefing book. The report noted that Native people in particular are often depicted in a way that reflects harmful racial stereotypes and glorifies violence against them. Riverhead Town officials plan to lift shell fishing restrictions in South James Port's East Creek, giving residents a chance to dig for clams this winter after a New York State Department of Environmental Conservation study showed improvements to bacteria levels, according to spokeswoman Samantha Rosen. Tara Smith reports on Newsday.com that the clams have flourished in the narrow basin that feeds into the Great Peconic Bay, but have not been harvested since 2004, when shellfishing was banned due to high toxins in the creek. 
The DEC studied rainfall, stormwater runoff, and pollution sources and determined that this area could support a special conditional shellfish harvesting program under limited rainfall amounts. The Riverhead Town Board will vote on it tomorrow. The U.S. Army Corps of Engineers yesterday began getting machinery in place to shore up beaches and dunes in downtown Montauk as the hamlet and other coastal areas braced for another round of weather they worried could cause further erosion. Tracy Tullis reports on Newsday.com that the $11.25 million project funded after Superstorm Sandy to improve resiliency along Long Island shorelines, began shortly after recent storms caused more damage than any others since the 2012 event. In the past month, large sweeps of the South Shore's sandy beaches have washed out to sea, and rolling dunes have been replaced by steep escarpments. We are still assessing the impact of the three storms starting December 18th, said George Gorman, Long Island Regional Director of New York State Parks. The storms have caused significant erosion at several oceanfront parks, including Gilgo and Hither Hills, where the cumulative damage was especially severe, Gorman said. And there was flooding at Jones Beach and Robert Moses State Park, as well as Orient Beach on the North Fork, where the picnic area and parking lot were underwater. The Corps is already busy with its latest sand replenishment project on the East End. In the coming weeks, a dredging vessel floating off the coast will begin to scoop sand from the seafloor and then pipe 450,000 cubic yards of sand onto Montauk's badly eroded shoreline. The project, including new fencing, plantings, and some repairs, is funded from federal and state coffers and is part of the Army Corps Fire Island and Montauk Point plan known as FEMP. This has been Long Island Local News on Long Island's only NPR station, WLIW-FM. I'm Michael Mackey.